Hello again. This episode of Deadly Force, we're going to discuss reasonableness. Reasonableness is what would the average person of average intelligence think in the same or similar circumstances. This is opposed to subjective reasoning. Our reasoning must be objectively reasonable. The way I equate this is just kind of think of if there's 12 people on a jury, collectively that jury, what is going to seem reasonable to them and what is not going to seem reasonable to them? We can all subjectively reason anything we want. I can reasonably say that a punch to my face is a deadly amount of force and I need to defend myself against that deadly force of a punch to the face with a gunshot. That might be reasonable to me in my mind, but objectively it would not be reasonable. Why do I say that? Because I look at it as in the minds of 12 random people that might be serving on a jury collectively, are they going to feel that a punch to the face was a life-threatening, deadly event that you would be justified in using deadly force to stop? And my guess would be, no, it wouldn't. What is the average damage of a punch to the face going to amount to? It's not going to be fun. It might hurt. But in the end game, I'm going to probably, the end result of a fat lip, a black eye, maybe a bloody nose, you know, depending on where the blow was. Maybe at the top end of it, I might get my jaw cracked, a fractured jaw. Um or orbital socket, that would be even the more dangerous. That could happen, or a concussion maybe on the extreme end, but I still don't feel that a punch to the face under normal and average conditions is going to be a life-threatening threat. Just picture yourself out someplace, and someone came up to you, and they're attempting to rob you, and they say, give me all your money. And the person pulls up a fist, and they cock themselves like they're ready to punch you in the face. Are you going to really feel like you're in fear of your life, that your life could be about to end after this person subjects you to a punch if you don't give up your money? I would have to say if you're honest with yourself, the answer would be no. Now picture the difference if somebody presented a handgun and brought a handgun out and pointed at your face instead of a clenched fist and said, give me your money. Totally different scenario, totally different feeling reaction to that, right? We are going to be definitely in fear of our life because we know if that gun goes off, if it shoots and a bullet strikes me in the head, there's a good chance that I may not survive that. And that's a pretty universal feeling. That's called fear of your life. That's that frame of mind where we feel that our life is is in jeopardy, imminent danger. I'm giving up my money in that situation. I'm not going to question it. The guy was just going to try to punch me 
well, he's going to have a fight on his hand. I'm not in fear of my life, and I'm not just going to give up my money or whatever he's seeking and all that, and we're going to have a fight. But that person with the gun to my head, that's a different story. There's no fight there. He's going to pull the trigger, and it's over. I'm rendering my money. So there's a difference between reasonableness. We all, the average person would believe the punch is not a deadly threat, and the average person would believe that a handgun is not. Now, if you take somebody who, in their own mind, reasons that that gun is not a deadly threat, and they wouldn't still give up the money and they would try fighting with the person, that might be reasonable in their mind, but what kind of mind do they have? It might be defective or, or not very wise. Okay, they're not in average intelligence. They're outside of their parameters for whatever reason. They're just, they're just, we say they're not being reasonable to think like that. Objectively reasonable is a standard that will be used in court when you're facing a charge and you're in trial. We don't use subjective reasonableness, so we can't say the person who shot somebody because they were in fear of being punched in the head and they said, well, I was in fear of my life. We're gonna, that, that, that is going to be looked at as, well, that's not objectively reasonable. They're not reasonable with that belief, and therefore it's not going to stand the, it's not going to stand the standard of objective reasonableness. We have to be objectively reasonable. What would a person of average intelligence believe in the same or similar circumstances? That is objective. And that's the standard that you have to apply to. So always stay within parameters when you're making daily force decisions or any use of force decisions. We have to remember that it's just not going to be based on what we think or try to say we reasonably felt, even if we're outside of the parameters of normal. No, it's going to be objectively reasonable, and that's what the court is going to make their base their decisions on when you take actions that are going to be judged under the law of whether they are lawful or they're unlawful. And that's why we have to stay within the parameters of reasonableness. Okay, and just as a quick review, as my friend Andrew Bronca says, you need five elements for a successful self-defense claim. Innocence, imminence, avoidance, proportionality, and reasonableness. And reasonableness is just being reasonable. All right, everybody. Good discussion. Keep the questions coming at bscott8766 at att.net, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.